Hey everybody, welcome to Pokemon World Tour. I'm your guide, Josh. And I'm your host, Jake. And today, we are stopping and staying in Olivine City. We're not Ooh. going anywhere out of here, because I'm trying to keep these a little more concise and less all over the place. Less, uh, it's a world tour, but not every episode. Right. <laughs> uh, I like Olivine, from what I remember. There's not a lot there. I don't think there's not a ton, not uh, nearly as much as was in E-Critique. Yeah, but there is. I think it's really cool. The thing I like about Johto is that everywhere it's the same thing I really like about Kalos is that everywhere like feels extremely different from everywhere else. Yeah, um, and I'm sure there are other games that do that, but like Kanto, you kind of get the same thing well, every time. You know, they, they only had like six tiles to they had, use. They had to limited build resources, the world. Um, and I didn't play. <laughs> Three or four. I played didn't play three very much. I didn't play four or five at all. Uh, and Alola is different, but it all kind of feels yeah similar, except for that sea village at the end, which is very disappointing. I wish it was much bigger. <laughs> but then again, that whole island is kind of disappointing. It they fixed it. It feels a lot more like they thought about a fourth island in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Yeah. Oh, did you finish it yet? Yeah. But man, in Sun and Moon, it's just like, oh crap, we have a whole other island we need to make. I, I don't know, do the Grand Trial first? Eh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they fix all that. Okay. You finish with the Grand Trial in, in a, the Ultra Games. Weird, how weird. But then they added all that post-game stuff in the Ultra Games, and then that feels unfinished now. So they finished the first so game, then but gotta, then made more unfinished now stuff. Now we gotta wait for Pokemon Ultra Stars. <laughs> Ultra, Ultra Sun Prism and Ultra Moon Prism versions. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think every Pokemon game going forward is just going to be Sun and Moon again. I think that's the, I think that's the plan. That makes a lot of sense. I feel like they would do that. So all you heard these... it here first, April Fools. Yeah, gotcha. April Fools got gotcha. you. But before we get you, all of these rumors you've heard about the Switch version are a lie. It's just Sun and Moon again. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry about it. Hope you really like Sun and Moon. <laughs> I like it nice. It's not my fave. I like it fine. Uh, is there any news? There's like a little bit of Pokemon Go news if we want to talk about that. Um, yeah, let's hop into a little bit of news. All right, Josh, what do we got for news? There was a pretty major update in Pokemon Go. Okay. It turned all of the menu graphics into the menu sprites from the video game. That's cute. That's not the only news, though. That's like their April Fool prank. Right. It's very cute, and I like the aesthetic of it a lot. Uh, Shannon said that it felt like like you opening up your Pokedex, and it being yeah. like, here's the sprite version, right, but you like, go into it to see the full version. Yeah. Uh, I like it so. I hope they keep it. I hope they keep the option for it. They, um, they did all the work. Yeah. I mean, it's all in there. Just give me a toggle switch. Right. That's all you need to do. They won't. Uh, the real update, though, was they added this new like field research which is just kind of like a quest slash goals system. So like as you accomplish goals, you'll progress through the list. Um, and at the end of the list, this is how you get Mew. Okay. So they've added Mew to Pokemon Go. People have already gotten it because some people just have a lot of exposable income and time that I, I don't have. That must be nice. Um, it's not like timed. It's not like a timeout. Like you no. have to do it by a certain good. No. That seems very much like something. Because a lot do. of them, a lot of them are like. Some of them is just catch five Pokemon, spin five Pokestops, but then like as you get farther into the list, it's like hatch twenty eggs or watch walk ten k with your poke with your buddy Pokemon. That's a lot of Ks. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do to get Mew, but it is available now in Pokemon Go. It's the first 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 mythical Pokemon. Okay. Um. Obviously, I would be shocked if they started with a different one. I mean, yeah, because you can't get any of the legendary. Bird. Those aren't those are legendary though. You can get the legendary birds. You can get them in raid battles, but they don't count. They're not mythical. They're not mythical. What? So mythical is just like event only. Event only. Like you, Celebi, Jirachi. It used to be Deoxys, uh, but there's an event in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire to get it. I don't know if it counts. I think it still counts. I can't remember if they it's, gave it away. It did come from space. I can't remember if they gave it away during the year of mythical Pokemon or not. I don't know. Vol Volcanion is event only, though. So, like, is that mythical? That is a mythical Pokemon. What's his deal? Him. He's like a steam engine. He wet, but he also hot. <laughs> he hot and wet. <laughs> Catch him and name him a Lunchable. <laughs> <laughs> if your Lunchable comes hot... <laughs> You have made don't eat that lunch a very bad <laughs> mistake today. 
if you take anything away from this podcast at large, don't eat hot wet lunchables. Don't eat hot lunchables. <laughs> lunchables are cold for a reason. Uh, but that's it. That's all for news. Uh, did you see any of the uh, the April Fool's stuff that at Pokemon did? The Rocket Team over oh, the takeover? Rocket Takeover. I saw like a little bit of it. I they got the voice actors. I don't know if they're the new ones or the old ones. I feel like they're the new ones for the new show to do mm-hmm. like a recruitment video type thing. Um, it was it was pretty fun. Was, I didn't watch the video. I just saw them being like, "We're gonna get Pikachu," and then there was a gif of Meowth like scratching. The, there was a little. It was like a minute long, and it was just like. You're all rockets now. We're all we're gonna get that Pikachu. And I was like, you need to think bigger. <laughs> you need to expand your business yeah. plan, guys. Uh, speaking of Team Rocket, I just watched Pokemon the movie. I choose you. Oh, how is it? I liked it a lot. I think it was very good. How does how does the okay? I have two questions. Wait, spoilers for Pokemon the movie. I choose you. Yeah. Yep. Okay. For sure. Cool. Cool. Wonderful. Two questions. Number one. The Pikachu stuff is it? Does it play fine? It's fine. Okay, it's it's something that the internet just grabbed and was like, "Oh, this is so stupid," and it just like snowballed. It's like five seconds. Ash is dying on a mountain. Okay. So- <laughs> Follow up question. Ho kill Ash. <laughs> Ho would not kill Ash. Who kill Ash? Uh, Marshadow kill Ash. Uh, Marshadow. Bleh. All right, spoilers for the big climactic scene of yeah, Pokemon yeah. the movie. I choose you. We already threw up a Professor Oak warning. Um, so at the beginning, because it runs through sort of the whole first season, but it doesn't finish Kanto. Um, there's no Brock and Misty, and I'm gonna I'll give you guys a hot take in just a second. Oh, um, hold on to your butts. But when Ho-Oh flies over, it's not just like a weird gold Pokemon in the background. It's definitely Ho-Oh flies right. over, drops the rainbow wing, Ash picks it up, and now his goal for the movie is to follow the rainbow wing because Ho-Oh has chosen him to be the rainbow hero. Uh-huh. Uh, and all that means is you go fight Ho-Oh on a mountain. Okay. <laughs> so that's already pretty rad. So he goes and fights Ho-Oh on a mountain. He goes and fights Ho-Oh on a mountain, but Marshadow is like, he's this weird like guardian observer and so if the rainbow wing touches or if somebody with a heart and like an evil heart touches the rainbow wing it loses all its color and then like bad stuff happens the, so the wing loses its color yeah so which the is rival, a feather the rival for the movie is cross and okay. he's the jerk that abandons charmander uh, in the it's different from the anime it was just some like yeah, nameless yeah. character of the week in the right, anime right, but right. uh so Ash gets Charmander. Cross ends up meeting them on the mountain because he want, he's the strongest. He needs to fight Ho. Sure. So he grabs the Rainbow Feather. It turns black. Marshadow gets mad because that, that's wrong. And so he commands like all of the wild Pokemon in the area. He like mind controls them and they all shoot this like huge energy move. I don't know if they all like hyper beam at the same time or something, but that is what kill Ash. Okay. Marshadow has the silliest name of maybe any Pokemon because it sounds so close to Marshmallow. <laughs> well, he's, he's like a little shadow, a little kicky shadow Marshmallow. But like, I'm not afraid of him because his name is Marshmallow, um, basically. Yeah, he's also very cute. He's kind of like menacing in the movie, but he's still just very cute. Okay. I got to check this movie out. It's pretty good. I highly recommend it. Okay. My hot takes. Two hot takes. Okay. Give them to me. Verity and Sorrel blow Misty and Brock out a little water. Okay. At me. <laughs> uh, Team Rocket does not need to be and should not be in this movie. Okay. Cross right. is a much better rival to Ash in this movie than they are, and they only show up literally to be thrown off screen a couple times like for jokes just that, like, yeah just for jokes uh so if just keep them out they didn't need to be in there well or if they were first. give them the role of cross and make them actual bad people right yeah they want their cake and to eat it too i guess on that one it sounds like yeah but you i recommend it. the movie i i think they did a good job i actually like ash in the movie so weird so good on them for that um cool I definitely gotta check it out. You saw it on like Sling or something, right? I have the Blu-ray. Oh, you have the so Blu-ray. You can borrow oh, it I'll have you, to borrow that if from you. Want you want to watch it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Well, spoilers over for that. So, for that. Welcome back. I don't think we'll have any spoilers 
Maybe we will. You never know. Sort of, because, I don't know, Olivine is a little weird. We're at, we're at Oak Watch Pale Yellow. <laughs> so, like, maybe it'll happen. Who knows? Anyway, let's go to Olivine. Welcome to Olivine City, the port closest to foreign lands. Uh, also known as the port with sea breezes. Wow. They just, like, didn't have anything for this, I they, guess. So, okay. You know what's crazy? We're going to get, like, really... <laughs> I'm mad about these slogans. We're going to get, like, really into Olivine. But everybody knows that there's, like, this big lighthouse yeah, here. This, like, guiding beacon. And they could not make a better slogan out of that. Right. It's just the port with sea breezes. Sea breezes. That's so, the good one. That's the better one we came up with ten years later. So let me paint you a picture. So they're sitting around. And they're like, "All right, this is our chance. We can the port closest to foreign lands. Yeah, it's a little basic. Okay, there's not a lot going on there. So let's like, let's get something going. And nobody at all came up with anything better than it has sea breezes. There's a breeze from the sea. So though. it's on the sea, right? Yeah. Yeah, like every port city." And some non-port cities are just, like, touching the ocean. Like, Celadon, or not Celadon, Cerulean has... It's a river. Oh, is that a river? But I don't know, because it goes up to the Cape where Bill's house is, and I don't know if that's a lake or, or what know. out there. But that's on the other side. Yeah. So, like, who knows what's that farther that way? And they're just it's, like... It's the got, rocks are too big, you can't get through. It's got sea breezes, and they're like, all right, meeting adjourned. We did we it. We did it. What about the lighthouse? No, oh, oh, okay. Everyone went home? Guess it's the port with sea breezes. <laughs> All right. Have fun I said with that. that as a joke. <laughs> but here it is. So it's not a huge city, but it's not like a really small little map either. Um, the port is on the southern coasts. Okay. The Pokemon Center and the Mart line the street across from the port. There's a small house in the center. The gym is up in the northwest. On the east side, there's like a little couple little cliffside houses, I guess you would you would call them okay they're like up a ledge but not the ledge you drop down the ledge that has a little staircase so you can't drop it. down you it's can't too jump high. down it yeah okay and then there's like the cliff behind them or whatever sure uh, and then there's just the giant lighthouse in the southeast corner i don't know so the population in gen 2 is 27 okay the population in gen 4 is 46 but there's the Ooh. same Wait a minute, that's a big jump. There's the same amount of people in the lighthouse, so I don't know where these 19 other people are coming from. Are they just from. hanging out in town? Unless they count, like... The people on the shore near there? The, or people on the ship? I don't know. I don't either. All right, I'm but looking But I think up. that was about the same, too. I didn't write... No, I did write down how many trainers. I love this town. I'm looking at the map right now, and it looks very good. It is. It's a nice little map. Uh, yeah, there's like one more trainer in the remake on the boats. So I don't know where, where all of they? these people are coming they, they from. They have to count that little beach area down here. Yeah, they must. They have to, because like, where else would you fit 19 people? <laughs> uh, but the Olivine Port is the south border of the town. It is home to the SS Aqua which you can ride after you become champion, and Professor Elm gives you a ticket. Sweet. Um, you can ride it to Vermilion City on Mondays and Fridays. That I guess the crew needs to rest five days of the week. Yeah, that's a pretty sweet gig, I guess. <laughs> it's good work if you can get it. Also, it's easier to fly. There's I know. No, I guess There's you no take- airport. You gotta take that one stop in, in the Indigo It's much plateau. easier to take the magnet train, though. Yes. If you're traveling between Johto and Kanto, go to the respective big city. Magnet train's always running. Take the magnet train. The only reason to take the SS Aqua is because there's trainers on yeah, it. Yeah, to do some fights on it. Uh, there's five trainers on the upper deck and three down below. Their levels range from 25 to 35. That's 36 to 41 in the remake. Okay. Uh, when you come back, like when you go from Vermilion to Olivine, there are six trainers upstairs. Ooh, hot dog. And three trainers below. And their levels range from 23 to 35, 31 to 43 in the remakes because they tried to fix the level curve a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> There's also the Olivine Cafe, which I think is on that southern street where the Pokemart and the Pokemon Center are. 
I'm right. I have it written right here in my notes. It's located west hey, of the Pokemon Center. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> uh, it's a known hotspot for traveling sailors who stop in the city. In the original games, a sailor inside will give you the hidden machine for strength. In the remakes, that same sailor just tells you to go to Mount Mortar, where the hikers give them away because they have a bunch of extras. They just got a bunch of HMs hanging out? I guess. I guess that makes sense. It's weird that they moved that. Is it easier to, like... Get to Mount Mortar once you get there. Mount Mortar is the other side of Ecritique. So, like, you'd be going the other way. You have to backtrack. Where the hell is Mount Mortar? I don't know. I think so. I think it's between Ecritique and whatever city Price is in. Price Town. The one south of the Lake of Rage. Price Chopper. Yep. Price Chop City. Demoulas. This city brought to you by Price Chopper. (laughs) It's weird stuff like this that makes me really happy to see HMs go. Yeah. Because it originally was like hidden machine. You have to like find do a it. thing it's or a thing, like yeah. go through a weird safari zone right. adventure to find this crazy hidden machine. But like, I don't know. After Gen 2 or 3, it was just like, I don't know. This guy gives it to you. Yeah. Like, getting, where did he get it? Getting surf was like the biggest trial of my prepubescent years. Because I like several times I got there and like on the way to talk to the guy, I ran out of steps. And you're yeah. like, oh, no. <laughs> and like, I don't even remember where fly. It's in like a house. It's like, yeah, you somewhere. You have to have cut and go behind the gatehouse between Celadon and the cycling road. And there's like a secret hideout. Back. Yeah. This girl's like, you found my secret hideout. Take this HM and don't you ever tell anybody I'm here. I asked a G. It's a house full of, like, this is girl and, like, three birds in there. <laughs> Don't you ever tell anyone I'm hanging out with my birds? Are those birds the legendary birds? Because the sprites all look the same in the original Game Boy games. That's true. Who knows? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Impossible to tell. In Heart Gold and Soul Silver, after you obtain the seal case, there is a girl in the northeastern house up on that, like, little ledge I was talking about. Yeah. Um, you can talk to her. She'll give you three random seals a day so you can decorate your Pokeballs. Okay. Again, every time you say that, I just think, here are three, po- the Pokemon seal. Every day, <laughs> you can get three of them. I have an illegal breeding operation going on. It's very legal. I don't think there's very many breeding regulations in the Pokemon world. Cause... I mean, if you just, it's just, you can run around the daycare and just dump out whatever you don't want on the on the road there. <laughs> I was trying to get some egg moves on a rallet the other day, but you need, like, a female. Right. And man, it's like a one in nine chance, I think, of being female. And it took me 57 eggs to get a female Rowlet. And then within like 12, I got three more. (laughs) Well, yeah, you broke the seal. Yeah. Uh, I famously, I think I talked about it on the podcast like three times, spent like an hour and a half trying to get a female Salandit. And I was like, it's never going to happen. And then Shannon got it in one try and traded it to me. (laughs) I was like, cool, 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 cool. Uh, there's also a trainer, I think, in the Pokemon Center who will battle you um, to show off her seals. In the Pokemon Center? Is, I think that, so. is that allowed? Is that uh, illegal? I don't think there's any laws. Whoever has the strongest Pokemon writes the laws. It's a, it's a, it's a cratocracy. Nurse Joy, she has a chancy. That's it. That's, she's not. Yeah, she's not gonna stop you. <laughs> that chancy's that's busy. Why, so when you become the champion, you're the new president. Yeah, you run this town now, and if you're if you're the Indigo League, you run two continents. That's crazy. Yeah, and you're ten, and you're a ten year old kid. <laughs> you're not ready for that responsibility. It's a really good thing you walk in there right after uh, Gary wins and boot him out, or everything would have burned down. I don't know. I think uh, well, maybe Gary, but Blue. I think you're Blue right. would have done a very good job. Really good thing Silver didn't even get his hands on it though. No, get out of there. You- my God, he's a jerk. He does. I mean, look, he deserves better, but he's still a jerk. You want to talk about the elephant in the room? I'd love to. Uh, this giant lighthouse that's just like <laughs> stuffed in the corner of the city. It's just on his big old pedestal in the side of the city. Uh, it is called the Glitter Lighthouse. Did Which, not know it had a name. I did not know it had a proper name. I thought it was just the Olivine Lighthouse. That's what I thought, too. Um, it is six stories tall, and this floor is kind of 
it's not like a spiral staircase, but they are designed for you to like walk around them in a circle as you go right. up. There's not a lot in here. There's nine trainers inside. Their levels range from 15 to 21. Um, that maxes out at 22 in the remake, so not a huge difference That doesn't there. seem very high. Uh, when you finally get to the top, you will meet the Ampharos, who is the beacon in the lighthouse. Its name is Amphi. Okay. Um, but currently Amphi isn't feeling too well. Amphi, oh, Amphi's sick. Amphi's sick? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the gym leader is tending to them. Um, and they will ask you to travel to Kyanwood City to get a secret potion from the medicine shop there. Okay. And bring it back here. All right. <laughs> uh, you give that to Amphi. Amphi will be fine, and the gym leader will return to the gym. Uh, so this kind of replaces... We're talking about the gym in a minute, but this kind of replaces the 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 gym, like the trials within of a gym. Right. Because this gym... Let's just talk about it now. Let's just go there. All right, cool. It's the northmost building in the city. Uh, it specializes in steel-type Pokemon, and when you first arrive here, your arrival will greet you at the door and tell you that the gym leader is tending to Amphi, who is sick at the lighthouse. Okay. Um, fix up Amphi. Come back here. Uh, there's no battles in here. In the originals, it's just a room full of rocks, and the gym leader standing in the middle, and you just walk up and battle him. Okay. Uh, there's no puzzles in here or anything. In the remakes, there are two junior trainers, but they do not battle you because they are two trainers that you battled in the lighthouse already. So they just like, you go beat them in the lighthouse and they come back here and be like, oh, I don't want to fight again. Yeah, so you already beat me. Just go fight the leader. They're waiting for you. They're okay. Uh, so it's just a straight path to the leader. In the remakes, there are the two trainers, like I said. Uh, but there's not this. The remakes make the gym at least look nice. Right. In the original one, it looks like. A, it looks like the burnt out, like the inside of the burnt out. It's, it's just like, like rocks and building. rubble yeah. around the edge, and it's just a, like a wood floor. The leader just like super busy not being there, I guess, huh? If they got if the these if rocks are piling up, if you go touch the rocks, are they also crabbies? <laughs> what crabbies? Yeah, weren't there crabbies in the? Oh, there in were the burnt crabbies tower? in there. Crabbies just hanging out in a burnt hey, tower. I'm a crabby over here. <laughs> Trying to do my crab business. Hey, there's no water around here at all. I didn't get to a burn. It's tower. also super hot, which traditionally speaking, seafood hates. <laughs> Pretty bad for crabbies in here. I'm already red though, so who knows? <laughs> oh, imagine if crabbies were that gross, like slimy green color that lobsters are. Ew. Oh yes. Their shinies are like a golden green color. That's everything, just, everything's a little green in the first generation. It's just as gross as it sounds to look yeah. at. Um, win the gym badge here. It's the mineral badge. Pokemon up to level 70 will obey you and it raises their defense. And you'll also get the TM23 for Iron Tail. That's the same in both versions. Let's talk about the gym leader because I've skirted around it long enough I think. Let's do it. So the gym leader here is Jasmine. Okay. Who, until Sun and Moon, was my favorite Pokemon trainer. You have I can't say Sun and Moon. Wait. Spoilers for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, though. Wonderful. My new favorite Pokemon trainer is Lily. Okay, so she does become a Pokemon <laughs> she trainer. She does, yeah. Um, nice. Post-game spoilers, because I want to talk about it now that we're here for a minute. Sure. During the Rainbow Rocket episode, you battle alongside Lily, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah. She has a Clefairy. Cool. That's it so far. <laughs> Okay. Because <laughs> she's just starting. Right. But it's level 60. So I don't know. The video games are weird. Video games, man. How do they work? Uh, but Lily's my favorite character in, in the Pokemon games right now. Uh, well, spoilers over. Mine's gold. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, he's a he's a PC. Favorite NPC is, I don't know. I'm not going to pick. That's fair. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I like Whitney a lot. But, Whitney's pretty good. Uh, gold is my favorite. It's the only character that I, it's the only boy character that I play in Pokemon. <laughs> Jasmine is the steel-clad defense girl. Hold up a minute. The steel-clad defense girl is an anime that I would watch the hell out of. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That is her ring name. Yeah. Steel-clad defense girl. Jasmine. Jasmine. She is a shy and compassionate trainer uh, that has trouble speaking with other people. Again, because she's, like, shy. Yep. Tracks. Um she only recently started using steel types because they were recently discovered, heavy air quotes. Yeah, sure. Uh, but prior to that, she trained rock-type Pokemon like Onyx. 
Okay. I think I, I think I can figure out what one of her pokes is. <laughs> if I were a betting man. Stay tuned. In Heart Gold and Soul Silver, she can be found at the cafe every afternoon between one and two, and you will talk to her there to get her Poke Gear number. Um, then you can call her on Wednesday afternoons to arrange a rematch over at the old Saffron Fightin' Dojo. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so in the gym battle, she has three Pokemon. All right. Two of them are level 30 Magnemites. <sighs> <laughs> okay. I cannot think of another Steel type. But, oh, no, there is another one that I know of from this generation. Uh, and her third one is a level 35 Steelix. The only other Steel type I can think of is Skarmory. And I can't think of a good reason why she doesn't have why, one. Why has she not got a Skarmory then? Same reason Morty doesn't have Mr. Ephus. Because they suck? Because there's none. They didn't think about it for one second. You idiot, <laughs> you fools. You proud fools. In the remake, Steelix rules, though. I love the Steelix. Steelix is pretty great. Uh, in the remake... Onyx's dad. She has the same. She has the same team for her first gym battle. In the rematch, she is kind of all over the place. It's kind okay. of a neat team. She has a level fifty-two Metagross, okay. a level fifty-six Magnezone, a level fifty-two Skarmory, a level fifty Bronzong, a level fifty-two Empoleon, and a level sixty-two Steelix. Okay, I like that team. I was very surprised to see Empoleon on it. Yeah, number one, it's a starter. You don't see a lot of gym leaders with those. Yeah, uh, but it is Steel Water. It's the only Steel Water type. At least it was before it's, Gen 7. I don't know if there's any... That no, can, I think it still is. Uh, which is crazy. Yeah. There's still like five type matchups that they just haven't done yet. Yeah, is, one of them is Fire Dragon. That's new news to <laughs> oh, me. Oh, no, no, I don't think that's true anymore. Because I, th- uh, I think Turtonator is Fire Dragon. Turtonator. That weird turtle dragon. Turtonator. From Alola. Every t- I can't say Turtonator without sounding like a hick. <laughs> Turtonator. You know those good Arnold movies? Tur- I love Turtonator. <laughs> hey, I'm going to come back. <laughs> like a Turtonator says. Don't you come back. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone from making fun of one of our old bosses <laughs> to making fun of Goldar. <laughs> We've run the gamut. Yep. Uh, that's Congratulations. It. That's it for the city. That's it for Jasmine. All right. She doesn't do a lot. I don't... I was just... I don't know. I was very drawn to her when I first came across her because I was also a very timid child. Yeah, I, I like her. I think she's I think she's very cool. Um, she's just this like little mousy. She's like, oh, yeah, this Pokemon's like real sick. I got a couple Magnemites and a Steelix. <laughs> right. Like you're fighting her and she's like, all right, go Magnemite. You're like, oh, it's a Magnemite. I'll beat the Magnemite. All right, go Magnemite. Like, okay, I, I see what's going on. <laughs> where's gonna where's go? Where's it going to matter? And it's like, all right, go Steelix. And you're like, come again for Big Fudge. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta, run, you gotta run that last one by one more time. She's like, "This is my Steelix. It's gonna eat your head, Sonic's dad. It's, uh, it's super big and huge." Also, I gotta run to the pharmacy to get some medicine for my sick Ampharos. I named Amphi. I don't. I mean, that has to be her. She's the gym leader, therefore the mayor of the, the city, <laughs> the mayor of the town. So that has to be her Ampharos up there, right? Yeah. Whose else's would it be? If okay, I don't know. Lieutenant Surge? No, it's definitely not that weirdos. But here's the thing. He's in a rival port town. He's not gonna help yeah, these guys. In another out. City now. So here's the thing. If you if being the gym leader makes you the equivalent of the mayor, then Saffron is run by a psychic. Yeah. How, how weird has Saffron been and for a Viridian while? Meridian is run by the mob. Yeah. It's well, a, it used it's a to quaint be. little mob town. Now it's run <laughs> by a teen. Yep, and Celadon is run by a girl who loves perfume a lot. Yep. Pokemon. Fuchsia is run by a delusional old ninja a man. A ninja, <laughs> and then replaced with another ninja. Yeah. <laughs> His teenage niece, a ninja. A ninja. That rules. Yep. I, Pokemon is weird, but guys, I think Pokemon might be very good. <laughs> Pokemon is awesome. I think Pokemon I re- might be very good, guys. <laughs> that was the other thing I really liked about I Choose You was it was like, man, Pokemon is freaking rad. Nice. Because <laughs> uh, it wasn't like, I don't want to get hung up on the movie, but I did just watch it yesterday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the only gym fight we get to see in the movie is him versus Erica. It, we only catch the tail end of it. Okay, that's a weird pull. He gets he gets the rainbow badge. He says it's his third badge, which mm. doesn't. that's way out of order. 
Did he skip Surge? I don't know. But none of that stuff matters because this is about him having an adventure and exploring the world. It's not about him getting the badges. I mean, he does say, I want to be the very best Pokemon master. Sure, sure, and sure. Everything. But like as he's camping in a cave on his way to fight Ho-Oh on a mountaintop. Oh, like, that rules so much. <laughs> That's so good. Like all the gym stuff is great. I love I love a gym. I like them a lot. Yeah. Uh, well documented here on this podcast. But none of that matters when you can fight ho on a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> Go fight Rainbow Bird God. Uh anyway. It's just such a good it's such a good world. Uh anyway, let's go do a spotlight now. Yeah. Who's that Pokemon? It's Ampharos! Amphi is Pokemon number 181. <laughs> it is the light Pokemon. That Okay. That's it. It is a pure electric type. It mega evolves into an electric dragon. Oh. It stands four foot seven, weighs 135.6 pounds, and gains no size upon mega evolution. Weird. Stays the same height and weight. So that must mean it loses some weight and because its hair is so lush. It is. It's got that nice, nice it's, hair. It's got that herbal essence's mane. <laughs> that's got to weigh something. He's got the urge to herbal. That's not, that ain't, like, as someone who has a lot of hair, it heavy. Yeah. Maybe it shrinks, maybe, no, it can't, maybe it shrinks a little bit, but then the hair poofs up. Oh, uh, maybe. And so it just like bounces out. bounces out. Mega evolutions, man. How do they work? They don't care anymore. No, they, they're not going to figure it out. Throw it in garbage. Uh, for abilities, it has static, which may paralyze on contact, and also attracts other electric Pokemon outside of battle. Sweet. If there happen to be anywhere you are currently right. looking. Its hidden ability is plus, which is kind of poopy. Uh, it just powers up when it's paired with minus, but like Minin has minus. Something else might have minus as That's a hidden ability. Weird. It's It's definitely like... Try this in double battles. Right. Um, that sucks, though. Then you have, like, no type coverage. You better hope you're fighting, like, a water-type yeah. team or something. Stay away from the hidden ability for these guys. It's not worth it. Static is a much better ability. Yeah. that paralyzed chance is... Mwah. So nice. <laughs> Works against me more than for me. Usually. Well, of course, that's how Pokemon is, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> the numbers are skewed. Yeah. When it Mega Evolves, it gets Mold Breaker. I don't know... All of the details of Mold Breaker, but the gist of it is that it ignores the effect of abilities that would alter damage or the effects of moves. So, like, you can hit a Pokemon with Levitate with a ground move. Okay. It does stuff like that. All right. That's not bad. Yeah. it's. I mean, I feel like you'd have to do, like, a lot of research to be able to use that to its fullest. Probably. Beforehand, but... I can't believe that it doesn't get Illuminate. Well, it's only the light Pokemon. Where, a, wherever would you get that crazy idea? There's a couple real jerks working at the Pokemon company. There are some people who I like. They the only thing that makes any sense is they were like, "Here's what all these Pokemon should have," and somebody's job it is to go too obvious, too obvious, too obvious, too obvious, too obvious, and just be like, pick a different one. But sometimes, if professional wrestling has taught us anything, sometimes the obvious choice is the best choice. Yeah. Like, you don't need to swerve us all the time, Pokemon. Sometimes we just want the big light Pokemon to have Illuminate. Yeah, here's a Illuminate, I think, might have might have got a buff in Sun and Moon. But it wasn't a great ability to begin with. It didn't do anything in battle, I don't think. It was just like, it attracts more Pokemon to you. Okay. I think it got a buff where it lowers accuracy a little bit, of your opponent's accuracy a little bit. So it makes them like a little if they, if they use a a move with a hundred percent accuracy, not not a never miss move like Swift, right? But something like Flamethrower, right? There's like a like a slight. It goes from yeah. hundred to ninety five. Because bright, or they can't see. Yeah, it's bright. How are you gonna see with through uh, all that ah. tail light? <laughs> you ready to chomp on this Pokedex? A little bit. There's not a ton. I wish there was more. There is one thing that's just, just totally ridiculous. Uh, all right, so the bright shine from the tip of its tail can be seen over great distances and is even rumored to be seen from space. That's how Deoxys got here. It's all connected. 
Uh, it's often used as a beacon to help guide lost people, and in the past was used to send messages like with blinking light signals. Okay. Uh, I was a little disappointed. There was nothing real, nothing juicy, nothing juicy in a low in the Alola. It's entries. a pretty dry entry. But we do get this. The Mega Evolution gets a Pokedex entry. Sun and Moon. Oh, hot dog. Because uh, the Alola Dex is a very good Pokedex. Uh, so for the Mega Evolution, the stimulation from the energy during the Mega Evolution process causes the wool that it lost to grow back again and awakens its, lo- its long dormant dragon's blood. Dang, that's cool. <laughs> so the wool it lost is all the hair. That's the hair. Yeah, that's, the, that's wool, which is very heavy. Super heavy. That that's going to add some weight. That's like 55 pounds right there. Easy. <laughs> but then it also shocks all its blood until the dragon wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's insane. Let's talk some trivia, because it's very interesting. I have this one written last, but I want to read it first while we're still hot with dragon's blood. Okay. Uh, so during the development in, of gold and silver, it was actually stated that Ampharos was an electric dragon type, uh, but that was not actually the truth until X and Y, where it gained that dragon type upon Mega Evolution. So I think it's Mega Evolution typing is just a reference to that original. That's neat. A reveal, I guess. Was that like going to be electric dragon? Like someone just said that, and they were like, "No, we got rid of the dragon. Don't tell them that." <laughs> I don't know. Early Pokemon was the Wild West. It, literally no rules. Uh, Mega Ampharos also has the highest special defense of all Electric-type Pokemon. Okay. And Ampharos shares its category of light Pokemon with Lantern. Okay. The Anglerfish Whale Pokemon. Anglerfish Pokemon. <laughs> For its origin, um, it I guess it resembles a sheared sheep. I mean, that's kind of the way the evolution line goes. It loses wool as it gets older. A little bit. It might also take some design elements from lighthouses, such as its, like, long, tall neck and tail, and the stripes that go around its neck and tail. It might be, like, a little lighthouse That I buy more than a sheep, actually. You know how how sheeps all have long necks. Oh, yeah, long, long. Those are just alpacas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a long-necked sheep is an alpaca. Oh, alpacas and sheep look exactly the same when they're naked. Except for the neck. That's how you tell them apart. Nah, see, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be able to tell. Nah, that's, well, <laughs> we'll have to go to Murdoch Farms. They got naked alpacas there. <laughs> um, and this entire line, Mareep, Flaffy, and Ampharos, might be a reference to the book, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? have to say that i don't know if i believe that or not but i mean it that, is a, it is an electric it's sheep. An electric sheep i mean look it's no it's not weirder than anything else that's true uh what a weird name is Fl- i know we're not talking about it but flaffy is just maybe the weirdest pokemon <laughs> name it's two a's flaffy 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 <laughs> oh it's a tr- star trek now <laughs> uh, <laughs> the name ampharos is a combination of amper or amp with which is a measure of electricity yeah with Pharos, which is Greek for lighthouse. All right. Its Japanese name, Denryu, uh, may... That's dragon. Dragon's in that. It is. Uh, that together, as one word, means electric current. If you separate Den and Ryu, it means electric dragon. Uh, and it may, also, it may also incorporate Denkaikiyu. Swap the R with a K. Okay. Uh, and that's the word. That means light bulb. All right. So his Japanese name's got some layers. Well, all, all the Japanese names. Well, not all of them. Not some, all are, of them. some are just freezer. Freezer. Looking at you, freezer and uh, thunders. Thunders. <laughs> Two thunders, please. Um, yeah, it's a uh, that I I I'm gonna confirm right now that they were that it was supposed to be a dragon and all, but all this dragon blood went to sleep. Yeah. Too bad. Then it had to wait until it had to wait. F- Four generations <laughs> to wake it up. Uh, so what would you name an Ampharos? That is, that's a good question. Or what would you name a Mareep that you would then be like, oh, I should have named it something different because now it's an Ampharos, which is totally different than that. Who I don't know. It's got those that good hair. Fabio. Thor is too on the nose. Fabio is pretty is accurate visually. Yeah. Mjolnir, because his head looks a little like a hammer. He's a little bit of 
a hammerhead. A little bit. And I like Mjolnir's a better reference than just naming him Thor. Just straight up Thor. I think I think anything Thor related is very easy. Is a little like on the nosy. Yeah. I would probably name it I don't know. It's a tough one, right? If I want I mean Beta Ray Bill, but it's not a horse. That's <laughs> Thor's best friend. He's a horse. His face is a horse. The rest of him is a man. Obviously. Comic books, y'all. I'm trying to think. Stormbringer is Beta Ray Bill's hammer, I think. I'm pretty sure. So maybe I would name it Stormbringer. All I'm picturing is just this big Nordic god. But a horse face. With a horse mask I'm going to... So maybe i name my Ampharos Bill. I'll allow it. Uh, so speaking of names, if you got a name for an Ampharos... Also, again, you are allowed to name him a Reap, but you have to say they grew up into an Ampharos. Yes. So you got to keep the kayfabe alive. Uh, send those in using the hashtag PWTRate, and we will rate them in our Name Raider segment, which we're going to go to right now. All right, Josh, we are going to rate some names. Do it. So if you're new to this podcast, the way Name Raiders work is there's a scale from one to five. They are Pokeball, Premier Ball. Great ball, ultra ball, master ball. We only got one master ball each per episode, and we can give it out retroactively. Uh, so, are you ready to jump in? Yep. All right, let me find. Hit me with those sweet, sweet snubble names. Let me find where the first snubble is. So, this one is from Jen. Jen says, Tinkerbell, and then in a follow up tweet, wait, I just realized. I just started another run of Soul Silver and realized that the remakes have certain emojis slash symbols that you can put in names. So instead, her or his name uh, or his name is gender neutral. Full name would be Tinkerbell and then two Sparkle Star emojis. Okay, that's fair for a snubble. For a snubble. Uh, my mom's cat's name is Tinkerbell, so I I don't know. Oh, if I, I I do want to say before we get too deep into this, there is a right answer, and I am kicking myself every day for not thinking of it. When I picked my nickname, I don't even remember what I said, but I when I got home, I was like, oh, there's a perfect name for Snubble. Okay, well, do you want to wait on it? No, we're going to wait till the end. Okay. And if nobody says it, I will I will say it. Okay. So, Tinkerbell, Sparkle Sparkle. How do we feel? Uh, sparkle Sparkle really pulls it together. I famously not a fan of emojis. <laughs> I did just put two lightning bolt emojis in my display name on Twitter because I like the way... Lightning bolt emojis look. <laughs> uh, I put an old man emoji on mine so because you're I, an old man. Yeah, so you know what you're getting. Yeah, so you're not you're not you're not here for anything that you don't know. <laughs> about. Um, so I do like Tinkerbell. It's actually Tinkerbell exclamation point exclamation point sparkle sparkle. Oh, it's, so you're like yelling it. You're Tinkerbell, and then just dust. That helps it a lot. I like that a lot more. (laughs) I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with a great ball. A great ball, it too. I think. Uh, Next up is from Portia. I okay. So we said Portia's display names the last couple times. I don't know what Alvin's hot juice box is supposed to be a (laughs) reference to. (laughs) Alvin, like the chipmunk. Who knows. It's just there's no no one else on the planet is named Alvin. There's only the one Alvin. I guess he's got one hot <laughs> juice hot box. Juice, well, he had that hot lunchable. It was in the lunchable. <laughs> oh no, sorry, Alvin. Uh, so Portia says I had a hard time with snubble names, but I think I settled on Buffy. One, it's kind of waspy. <laughs> that's true, and I think it fits a purse dog aesthetic. Also, very six degrees uh, relates to the show because Buffy vampires them cute little fangs it has. <laughs> <laughs> it does have them cute little It teefies. does have them. That's cu- what I named. I think I named it Teefies. Okay. Uh which is good, but it's not as good as the one that I It does have of. it does have those little Teefies. I think Buffy is very good. Also, it's my favorite show, so like <laughs> and she's my hero. You get, you get some points on that one. I'm gonna go with an Ultra Ball. I'm gonna great ball it. Okay, I see the game we're playing now. <laughs> uh next up is from Shannon. Uh I'll always name my snubble Wiggle. A good friend of mine loves Snubbles, and it always makes me think of her. Her usernames usually have Wiggle in them, so there we are. Uh, it's a very cute name in general, but I also think my friend... But also, how do you read, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very cute name in general, but it's also my friend, and I like both those things. That's what I was trying to say the uh, whole time. Okay. Um, I like Wiggle for a Snubble. I do, too. Look at that little Wiggle. It's a little Wiggler. Also, everyone should love Snubble. 
Everyone should. I if feel you don't like, love Snubble, just get listen, up, pack your bags. Just listen to us talk about it. And if you still don't love Snubble, unsubscribe from this yeah. podcast. <laughs> Throw your phone in the toilet and flush it away because you don't deserve <laughs> it anymore. I like Wiggle. I'm gonna go with Great Ball. Same. Next up is from Lewis. Lewis's names are all people names, and I feel like there's something that he's getting out of this that we aren't. Snubble? Priscilla W. Winsworth. Priscilla? Priscilla W. Winsworth. The W stands, stands for wonder. For, for wonder. <laughs> I'm going to premiere ball this one. If it was just Priscilla, probably got at least a great ball. At least. But I feel we, like we, we would workshop it a little bit, maybe bump it up to an ultra ball. Yeah, I feel like Priscilla W. Winsworth. That's like a, the name of a snooty countess, and I get it. It it's evocative, but I think it's a little too much. Yeah, personally, um, premier ball for me as well. All right, uh, next up is from Dowd. Based on based off the Pokedex entry, a name is Snubble Ashley S. Call her Spinelli, though, because she doesn't like her first name. From recess. It's a deep cut. It's a deep cut. I like it a lot. I am a big fan of Spinelli. (laughs) (laughs) If anyone had any questions about where my recess loyalties lie. Also, I realized literally the other day. I say literally the other day. I mean literally within a week from today. I realized that the Ashleys are just recesses, the Heathers. Yes. At 28 years old, I figured that yeah. out. So, <laughs> cool job, Jake. I'm gonna go with an ultra ball. I'll ultra ball that too. That's very good. Here's the thing, though. If it says Ashley S, that's a premier ball. If it says Spinelli, that's an ultra ball for me. Okay, yeah. Because mm-hmm. Ashley S, like, it's like referencing something by just saying it, right? But Spinelli get a lot more out of it that way mm-hmm. for me. But now is a snubble, a Spinelli. I don't think it is. Look, okay, the only picture that is in snubble here... Snubble is only fake punchy. Ah, oh, you're right. <laughs> Maybe it was just Ashley. I don't like it when you give them initials. <laughs> I'm pretty anti-initials in Pokemon nicknames, I guess. I'll average it out to a great ball. I'm, I'm still going to go with, if it's Spinelli, it's an ultra ball. If it's Ashley, it's also an ultra ball. <laughs> I have a grand bowl, and I know you. How dare you? In, uh, you in come Pokemon into my house. Go, it's just what I caught. I named it Helga. Get rid of it. <laughs> how how dare you besmirch the good name of Helga with a look, grand bowl? It kind of looks like Helga Pataki. Don't you dare. It's got the same little Get out nails. of here. No, it does not. <laughs> it does. Those look, are dog ears. Look at a grand bowl's face and tell me it doesn't look like Helga Pataki. I will look at it right now. <laughs> come into my house. <laughs> Coming to my house and you are besmirching the good name of Helga Pataki. How dare you? Now we got to type in Granbull. Gotta look at this ugly thing just to prove a point. Not even close, Josh. It looks exactly like Helga so Pataki. So is your face. Your face looks like a Granbull. <laughs> Granbull. If, are you going to search Granbull Helga Pataki? Helga Pataki, yep. I asked to G, Josh. I'm doing this. <laughs> I don't know how to spell Pataki. I'm finding uh, out. Idiot P-A-T-A-K-I. Okay, I did spell it right. <sighs> Noob over here. Oh, there's no comparison photos. Yeah, I'll, you just know, have to, I'll just have to make one. You know why? Because they ain't the same. <laughs> They're exactly the same. God, okay, now I'm just I'm gonna look at pictures of Helga Pataki. Helga is one of my favorite cartoon characters of all time. So Spinelli evolves into Helga Pataki. No. <laughs> No, Josh. This is the most upset I've ever been with you. <laughs> Moving on. You put a bow on a grand bowl, it's Helga Patek. It is not. <laughs> okay, move on. We have to move on or else I will burn this podcast to the ground. Uh, this is from All Star. I would name a snubble Popper because it's a little pupper who in the 3DS games looks like a little pop vinyl. Uh, and then <laughs> It does look like a little pop vinyl. They attached a picture of a shiny one. Shiny one's like blue and yeah, pink. it's like inverted. Yeah, it's cute. It does got those little teethies. It's got that big pop head. <laughs> it's a little pop figure. Here's the difference: it's there's a soul in its eyes, though. Yeah, pop figures are by their nature soulless. Popper is a good name. I do like it. I'm gonna go with a great ball. <laughs> Same. 
next up is from Amanda. Amanda says, Snubble, how about air snub like that good, good basketball dog air bud? <laughs> that, you know what? There's no rules saying that a snubble can't play basketball. <laughs> that is true. That's not written anywhere. Um, here's the thing. I'm You're teetering on the No Crossovers <laughs> band line, but... I think it's just a bit too much of a reach to, for, for me. Air, here's the problem. Airbud was a golden receiver in, its, <laughs> <laughs> in the second movie. Because did you know, Josh, that the rules also say that a dog, there's no rules that says a dog can't play football either. Did you know that there's a thousand Bud movies? Well, there's only like five oh, no, Bud movies. Then there's nine million Buddies movies. But also, Airbud? Is basically dog Bo Jackson. <laughs> Bo knows, and so does Air Bud. And I like Air Snub a lot, but I have to premiere ball. It I just feel feels like, like a little bit of an overreach to me. I do appreciate the reference and the and the good good jokes we got from it, <laughs> but I don't think I love it as a name. I like, I like Air Snub. I'm gonna great ball it, but. I feel like a snubble is not a golden receiver. No, it's pink. So it's a bulldog. <laughs> it's like a little bobby bulldog. It's with Teefies. Kind of shih tzu kind of deal. Well, um, I'm going to look at pictures of snubble. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. Uh, next up is from AJ. AJ says, uh, Veruca Salt for snubble since snubbles seem like they can 100% throw a tantrum. And then he uh, included a picture of Veruca Salt from... Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> or I guess Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good one. Yeah. It's always weird giving Pokemon complete names. Like Veruca Salt. Instead Wait, of I just mean, Veruca. You, if you just name it Veruca, it's not the same. You're right. It could be, He could be referencing Veruca from those couple episodes of season four of Buffy. Right. The lady werewolf. But you put that salt on it. Put that little bit of salt on little, it. <laughs> <laughs> Salt me, daddy. <laughs> um, snubble is too good for this fallen world. How? What did we do to deserve <laughs> a snubble? Hey, I don't think this podcast has a mascot yet, but it might be snubble. Next time we do, uh, when we when we get around to doing a second round of uh, shirts, snubbles just all snubbles. <laughs> just gonna be all snubble. Uh, so Veruk Salt. Um, I'm going to premiere ball it. I'll great ball it. I like it. I like the reference. I like that it super duper would throw a tantrum, but I, I, again, I don't know if it's the last name kind of throwing me. This one has a little monocle. Let me see it. Show it to me right now. Josh. <laughs> what? Why is a Monopoly man a snubble? I think the Pokemon anime might be the best show ever. It might be the best show they ever made, only because there's snubbles in it. You're right. There's no, you know, what's weird. There's no snubbles in any other TV show. It's insane to me. Everyone's missing. That's why li- you come to this podcast for that hot snubble action. Mm. No, all right, never mind. Next up is from Cassidy. Cassidy says, uh, "Pagliacci," because snubbles are unhappy clowns. <laughs> They are clownish. Are you familiar with Pagliacci? I'm not. Okay, so um, here's the whole joke, okay? A guy goes into the doctor. I says, doctor, I'm really depressed. Like, everything's terrible. I'm super depressed. And the doctor says, it's okay, because uh, Pagliacci's coming to town, so you can go see Pagliacci. It's a, it's a clown. It makes everybody laugh. Everyone loves Pagliacci. And he says, but doctor, I am Pagliacci. Oh. Yeah, because he's a sad clown. That's the saddest ultra ball I'll ever give. I'm also gonna ultra ball it. I keep there's one picture of Snubble. Some only All Star attached a picture of a Snubble, and I feel like from now on it's mandatory that you attach a picture of a Snubble to your to whatever Pokemon. No matter what it is, is, attach a picture of a Snubble. It can either be the Pokemon that you that we are rating, or it can be a Snubble. Depends on how much uh how much you love us. (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm going to give that an ultra ball. That's a good name. Uh, next up is from Larry. Uh, Larry says, Pupcake. That's it? Yep. Okay. 
Um, it's not bad. Here's, here's it's a play on cupcake. Right. This Pokemon, I've I've looked at a lot of snubbles in these last couple minutes. Yeah. It's definitely a cupcake esque Pokemon. If any Pokemon was a cupcake, it would be a snubble. Uh, but he's got little pup teeth. Yeah, he's got those teethies. He's got. <laughs> He's just a little pup cake. I like it. I'm an Ultra Ball. I am too. I like it a lot. I feel good about that. This person has a snubble tattoo living their best life. Oh my God. That's our new best friend, Josh. <laughs> Call him up. Get their number. Tweet him. Uh, this is from Tony. Uh, for snubble, I'm thinking either Ambrose or Marcel. Marcel is Latin for little fighter, while Ambrose is Greek for immortal. Fits for the fairy Pokemon, I think, as fairies are at least supposed to be semi immortal. Um, I like both those names. Ambrose. Leads too much into Dean Ambrose. It, yeah, that's, but you know what? That's kind of on us. Ambrose this thing might look like a Dean Ambrose. Here's the thing about <laughs> Dean Ambrose. He's married to Renee Young. Yeah. Who has a bulldog. So, so he's basically two steps removed from a snubble. Pretty much just owns a snubble almost. Um, so for Marcel, I like Marcel a lot. Little Fighter is very cute. I'm going to go with an Ultra Ball for that. And for Ambrose, I'm going to Premier Ball. Just because it leads me right to Dean Ambrose. And if that dude has a pet, it's like a dirty raccoon. <laughs> like Dean Ambrose, the character owns like there's a possum in his truck and that's his pet. <laughs> uh, next up is from. Oh, you didn't you didn't rate him. Oh, uh, great ball for both. OK, uh, next from Zeke. Scrappy the snubble, because based on his text entry, I see it faking toughness to be a scrappy do. Let me at him. Let me at him. <laughs> I'm surprised we did not get a Scrappy Doo before now. I know. I I love a Scooby Doo, the show. Pretty much most of them. I don't hate Scrappy Doo like everybody hates Scrappy Doo. I don't hate Scrappy. I like Scrappy Doo. Everybody hates Scrappy Doo. I don't hate Scrappy Doo. He's got puppy power. He does have puppy power. He is very annoying. I, my favorite Scrappy Doo is from the movie where they like leaned into him being super annoying, um, and it's very funny. Uh, but that's the only time that you're supposed to hate him. Because they did it on purpose. Right. <laughs> Every other time you're not supposed to. And I don't mind him. I like Scrappy. Uh, I'm going to go Great Ball. I think it is pretty Scrappy as a Pokemon. Uh, I'll Great Ball it as well. Uh, next up is from Roderick. Uh, Roderick got two. First up, Grundelson. That's it? That's it. Grundelson. Grundelson. I don't like the way that that feels coming well, out of my mouth. <laughs> a Grundle... Is one of the things you can call your uh -huh. taint. <laughs> so I don't like that for I, my I for a precious baby snubble. I'm going to have to Pokeball yeah, this. Grundlestain? What was it called? Grundelson. Grundelson. Yeah, I don't like that. Here's the, Okay. I don't even think that would pass the Kemp's test, right? Uh, no. Grundelson, stop peeing on the couch. <laughs> then it looks at you. It's like, no, no. You named me Grundelson. You named me Grundelson. I'm peeing on your couch. I'm gonna keep peeing on the couch. This is where I pee now. Get used to it. You <laughs> named me Grundelson. This is my toilet. Buy a new couch for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Roger says, and my partner submitted Martha. Oh, I like Martha. I like Martha a lot. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Great Ball for Martha. I also Great Ball Martha. Um. Then uh, these two just came in. So this is from Janine. Uh, Lawrence for a boy or Crunch for a girl. Crunch. Crunch. Are you? For, I have to have shown you the Crunch video. Uh, you probably have. Where Griffin McElroy eats a banana upside down and it makes a good <laughs> crunch. I don't know if you showed me that. I will before. show you later. He takes a so in the game Sea of Thieves <laughs> when they showed it at um at uh, at E three like to eat bananas you grab them. And you bit the stem part. <laughs> oh, that, that does sound familiar. And so Griffin, just like while they were talking about it, just grabbed a banana. They're like doing like a wrap up video and just like bites it. And it's like this like, like a, it, like, like a Foley artist designed this sound to be perfect. And I why? love it. Okay. Why would you name that a snubble? Snubble? They got the little TVs. They, <laughs> they probably do a lot of good crunch. They can do a good crunch on a banana. They can crunch a crunch near, nanner real good. You get a good. snubble near Atropius? Forget it. Yeah. It's just crunches all the way Crunch down. all them nanners. Get all that nanner meat. Eat it up. <laughs> no, no, no. In the TVs. <laughs> um, oh, I'm gonna, I can't believe they made a perfect Pokemon. I, 
<laughs> they made it so long ago too. In Gen two, and they kept making Pokemon like the like the hubris of these people. Uh, I'm gonna give Crunch an Ultra Ball. Uh, yeah, same. And Lawrence, I'm also gonna give an Ultra Ball because that is the perfect amount of snoot for a snubble. Yeah, for a boy it's, snubble. It's the perfect amount of syllables to yell at when it's being bad. See, because here's the thing: call it Larry, and then when it's in trouble, you got Lawrence. You can drop that Lawrence yeah. on it. Yep, which has like a lot of good like weight to it. Lawrence, you get down you from get there. Stop peeing on There's that couch, only, Lawrence. It's only kibbles, no bits for you. <laughs> oh, that's a prank on you. You got to pick all the bits out. <laughs> I, uh, this last one is from Christina Woods, uh, who says, I always wanted to name a snubble bruiser, mostly for the irony turned accuracy. <laughs> um, yeah, I like a, I like bruiser. I think bruiser's pretty good for it. Um, here's what I like about bruiser is that it is... The nickname that Molly Hayes gave herself in Runaways, because she has a superpower, she's very strong. Um, after she it, like she gets like this aura that makes her super strong or and tough, but then she gets sleepy afterwards. Uh, so she's like, "I'm Bruiser," <laughs> and then they're like, "No," or no, she's like, "I'm Princess Powerful," and they're like, "No, we're gonna call you Bruiser." <laughs> <laughs> so I like that because I feel like. A snubble would also be like, I'm Princess Powerful. And you'd be like, you're going to be Bruiser, though. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to Ultra Ball that one. I'll also Ultra Ball that one. Um, now, we didn't give out Master Balls. I had one that I, I almost did. I think I have one, because the more I sit here and think about this one, the more I really, really like it. Okay. It's a Dark Horse entry, I think. All right. But I think I'm going to Master Ball Lawrence. Okay. There's a lot of good ones. I think I'm going to Master Ball Buffy. I don't have to explain myself. It's my <laughs> podcast. Uh, are you ready for the correct answer? You're either going to like it or hate it. Okay. Uh, but I think the the correct name for a snubble is Rick Steiner because he's the dog-faced gremlin. That's the correct name for a grand bull. Oh, no, that's Helga. That's not a Helga. <laughs> that's Rick Steiner. <laughs> no, because Rick Steiner's the smaller of the Steiners. Barely. I actually don't even think he's that. I don't know if there's a height difference between the Steiners. And I don't know if Gramble is as much of a gremlin as Snubble. That's a gr- look at that gremlin. I don't know. You think it looks like Helga. I do. You're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, podcast nobody, over. Nobody said Rick Steiner. That would have been a master ball for me for uh, sure. Here's what, I don't know if I said this last time, but Eleanor is, is what I, I thought up later. Okay. Eleanor is, is what I would go with uh, for sure. Um, so that's it. If you want to get in on these, you can uh, email us or uh, use the hashtag PWT rate on Twitter, and we will name yours next time. Uh, now, though, we're going to go wrap up. All right, thank you very much for listening, everybody. If you want to get a hold of us, you can do that on Twitter at PWT Podcast, or you can email us at PWTPodcast at gmail.com. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and a whole bunch of podcatchers. You can go over to any of those that will let you leave us a rating and review. Uh, really helps us out, and we really appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know if I said it on this show in, like, 30 episodes, but our intro and outro music is The Destiny Infinite by Dark Sword off of the OC Remix album, The EV EP. Uh, that whole album is super good. Uh, my other favorite song on that is, I think, the I th- I'm pretty sure it's the Flareon song, which is like Lavender Town done on like a scratchy acoustic guitar. Sounds like a campfire version of Lavender Town, and it's spooky and good. The Destiny Infinite is my favorite one. It's the EV song, which is why we use it for, right. <laughs> for this. Um, Someone also- should write a snubble song. What uh, if they, they, will, uh, what they, if they already that? have? Well, and we've just been sitting here like idiots, <laughs> not listening to it, living our worst life—literally the worst possible lives we can lead. Also, uh, Shannon Maynard put out a comic book that you might like if you like Pokemon. You can go to gum.co/slash/the-very-best, and it's uh, her retelling of the Pokemon Red and Blue story. Both. Pokemon Red and Blue the games and Red and Blue the characters and it's uh, very sweet and it's very good and you should go check it out. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com slash Josh for as little as $1 a month. You can get some cool stuff in return including, not gonna lie to you, not a ton of Pokemon stuff right now. <laughs> That's on us. 
Yep. I gotta. Um, I still gotta edit that. You know what? We're on hiatus from Morphin Grid on Thursday. That's what I'm gonna do. Is I'm gonna edit the 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 spotlight that's been sitting on my desktop the, for <laughs> the I, mystery spotlight. We're just not sure what it. We even just is. don't know. I'm pretty sure it's been there for at least a year. Uh, and then we will start uh, getting back on that train. That that spotlight train because it's like 20 minutes it's not a hard it's yeah. not like a lot uh so we're gonna be doing that those are gonna be patreon exclusive too we're not gonna be putting them in the feed anymore like we used to um uh, because we gotta have something specific to patreon for this show because we right. do for the other show so anyway thank you very much if you are our patrons you're the best uh and if again if you want to be little is one dollar a month you probably got a dollar patreon.com hey jake and josh next week is episode 43 of pokemon world tour united which is a pretty big episode. If you're a United fan, uh, we introduced a whole new thing, a whole big new thing uh, that we're going to be doing going forward that I'm very excited for you guys to hear. Uh, so there's that. And what are we doing in two weeks? Where are we going next? On uh, the show? Whirl Islands are next. The Whirl Islands? Mm-hmm. I don't remember these at all. I'm very surprised that you don't. Your whale bird lives there. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I didn't know they were called the Whirl Islands then, I guess. That's just Lugia Town. Yeah, yeah we're doing Lugia Town. Yeah. Uh, the slogan is the town of Lugias. This is where Lugia do their thing. It's all Lugias all the way down. They're very powerful and very beautiful, and you will respect them. Lugias all the way down here in Lugia Town. In Lugia Town. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you guys very much for listening. We will see you in two weeks. But until then, smell, smell you later. Um, uh, party rock anthem, and sorry for party rocking. <laughs> and then they never did anything else ever again. <laughs>